Well, a big part of what makes San Francisco a unique place to live is its commitment to arts and cultural institutions. San Francisco really led the way in 1969 when we became one of the first cities to actually set aside a percentage of all new development dollars, set it aside for art. Just think about it. In the last number of years, San Francisco's placed more than 1,000 permanent art structures throughout the city and county of San Francisco and invested some $44 million directly into some of these public arts projects. And as a consequence, it's really been uh, the... Um, um, well, been the city that has been the city that has led by example and become the inspiration for cities around the country that have replicated our model. We've also done something remarkable in those 40 years. Uh, we've invested disproportionately in our neighborhoods, not just in public art, as was referenced a moment ago, but in neighborhood arts institutions that have really become legends in our city. Uh, and as a consequence, our city is prospering, I think, today more than most because of it, meaning the arts investment has created a better quality of life. It's driven tourism. It creates economic stimulus and economic uh, uh, development uh, opportunities. It anchors small business communities. You can see here in the last 40 years uh, that it's brought uh, new cultural centers throughout the city, uh, writer's corps in our city, uh, community grants and partnerships uh, throughout the city uh, that are creating jobs and not just creating um, uh, artistic expression, uh, but are creating opportunities for people to maintain their status as San Franciscans, uh, even if they can't afford to live here, but to work here, uh, though we recognize uh, that, that we need, with that is an area where we continue uh, to do more, and I hope you'll take a look at the slides as it relates to economic development, where we talk about some of our housing strategies. But one of the things as well that we've done that I'm particularly proud of is focused on enhancing our public art uh, beyond just the minimums that we've been doing uh, for uh, the arts program set aside. And that is trying to find additional ways to augment it with private sector dollars, private donations, uh, and the like. Uh, just in the last uh, few months, take a look at the slide on uh, the left side of this slide, where we've identified all the permanent public arts project, including right here at the Academy of Sciences that we put in, uh, but one that notably deserves some attention. That's part of that partnership where we developed a lot of private sector support, and that's the Abraham Lincoln Brigade Memorial, uh, which is out there right near the Valancourt Fountain, right near the Embarcadero. I was so proud to be out there uh, supporting uh, that memorial, so proud of Louise Cancel and the work that he did and others did uh, before him to get that permanent art uh, done in the city and remind people that important part uh, of our history, the history of Spain and fascism and the like. Uh, we've also been doing a lot with temporary public art. And I know I get a little criticism for this because we're actually able to do things that uh, maybe permanently we couldn't do because no one would quote unquote accept them, but I think need to be done. Let me just show you some examples. Louise Bourgeois, uh, spider down there at the Embarcadero. I love it. Good people can disagree, but I think it excites, it invites, it challenges, it makes people think that's what art is all about. It's not just about beauty from an aesthetic perspective. It's about challenging the mind and imagination. And I think Louise has always done that. Uh, and what a gift it was for our city. Um, uh, she is getting 
uh, up there in years. Uh, she's an extraordinary person and talent, and the fact that we were afforded this opportunity, I think, is something uh, that we should uh, celebrate. As well, uh, Manolo Valdez, these were in front of City Hall where that Victory Garden was. Uh, there were five or six similar sculpture, uh, sculptures like this throughout the Civic Center Plaza. These have been in the world's most famous capitals from uh, parts of Spain, Paris and other parts of the world where Manolo Valdez has uh, been afforded the opportunity to put his public art. We finally got some temporary art here uh, from him, and I think it was a highlight for the year. We also focused on the environment. We did these cool globes theory, uh, all part about uh, the environment and educating our kids and about a sustainable future. And these uh, cool globes were all up and down uh, Chrissy Field. We also had them throughout the city and county of San Francisco. These are just some examples of some of the temporary art that we've also done in addition to those permanent arts. You can see on these slides, when I say art's part of the vibe, uh, the vibrancy of our economic uh, lifeblood. Take a look at these numbers. 2008 study, $1 billion in local economic activity, uh, 28,000 full-time employees, just reinforcing what I was just saying a moment ago, $93 million generated in local and state revenue. Uh, for those that think art doesn't matter, it is at the core an economic development strategy. It anchors, again, uh, a cultural identity and a diversity and that quality of imagination. It invites and excites and enlivens. It's everything that a great city should be about. And I couldn't be more proud of some of our efforts uh, that uh, continue to be advanced in the city. You saw the new Jewish Contemporary Museum finally go up. Uh, Daniel Liebeskin, uh his work uh, right uh, in the Yerba Buena Gardens area. You saw the De Young Museum go up. Uh, in the last 18 or so months across the way uh, from the new Academy of Science. You're going to see the new uh, King Tut exhibit uh, next year uh, in the De Young Museum. Uh, that's back. I remember as a child waiting in line forever when that exhibit first came. I still remember it. Uh, what a wonderful gift it is to be able to go back and see it from a different perspective, uh, but also to offer that to another generation of children. I want to thank the, the DeYoung and the board trustees for bringing that to the city. Uh, we also have developed partnerships with the Shanghai uh, Museum. Uh, the World Expo is in 2010. It's in Shanghai. We now have a partnership with the Asian Art Museum and the Shanghai Museum uh, to bring the uh, history of art from 1850 to 2010 uh, and the legacy of art in Asia. Uh, particularly China and Shanghai area, into San Francisco. Uh, treasures from the Shanghai Museum, 6,000 years worth um, of Chinese art, uh, which was an exhibit that we had in 1983, is certainly indelible in people's minds and memory. Uh, this new arts exhibit from 1850 to 2010, we hope we'll have that same indelible memory uh, implanted on people when they come to exhibit that as we uh, celebrate with China uh, the 2010 uh, World Expo. We're also trying to anchor through community benefit districts, arts and culture as well. And I thought this was worthy of highlighting. Uh, we talked in another slide about the artist community in Bayview Hunters Point we're preserving as part of the redevelopment plan there. We talked about community benefits districts in the context of economic development strategies and anchoring uh, neighborhoods. Well, here's a way we can do it in advanced arts and arts programs. We had the Harlem of the West out in uh, the uh, Western Edition. Uh, we now have uh, funding uh, to spruce up the streets, and you go down. If you go down to Fillmore Street, you'll see some artistic components that are part of the streetscape improvements uh, that remind people of our proud history and heritage uh, as a uh, jazz district. Uh, and of course, you have Yoshi's now. 
uh, that is up and running. It's spectacular and wonderful. I can't encourage you more to go down there uh, right near the Fillmore Center in the Fillmore. All of that, again, bringing back to life. Art not just being uh, the visual arts, but it's dance and it's music uh, and the like. And speaking of dance and music and visual arts, uh, we did something a couple years ago we'd never done in the city. We actually did a Mayor's Art Award. A pretty simple thing to do. It's just like doing a Mayor's Teacher uh, Award. We never did that in this town. Now we're doing it for uh, artists. Uh, Ruth Azawa, uh, who has her art just across the street here at the Young Museum, really a world-class artist. She was our first recipient. We just did Alonzo King, a Lions Ballet. It was uh, an amazing event. Uh, over at the War Memorial with uh, Alonzo. Uh, 381 other artists have been recognized by the Arts Commission in one way, shape, or form. It's just all going uh, to uh, what makes our city a special and unique place, or people like Ruth, people like Alonzo. Another thing we've been doing is arts education. Every child, every classroom, K through 12, we're investing in comprehensive arts education, elementary schools, middle schools, and high schools. And we're backfilling where the federal and state government have left off. They're not investing in arts education. The city has just stepped up and stepped in, doubled our investment uh, per pupil investment in arts education. Uh, and that's another big part of our strategy uh, for arts, arts enhancements uh, in the city. So uh, with that said, I think the city's made a lot of progress on cultural institutions uh, in advancing the cultural identity of the city uh, and investing uh, in our neighborhood arts facilities and centers, public and as well as private art. We can do a lot more in the future. We look forward to that. But arts is an important part of the identity of our great city, an important part of our economic future, as well as our social and cultural one.